Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. You're going to have to carry this segment because you know who we're starting with. we got to go with uh, Kansas. And you want to know how I think they win it all? They don't. You want to know why they don't win it all? Because of Bill Self. You ding ding. No, I'm kidding, man. I think they have a very good chance to win it all. They do. I'm, I'm just, I, you know, I hate well, I Kansas. Mean, I hate Kansas. I don't hate many things in this world. Kansas is one of Kansas them. Kansas is on that list. Kansas, uh, the Lifetime Network TV shows. Well, I don't mind the Lifetime Network. Only Reba. Reba's a great Reba's show. Reba's a good show. Yeah. No, I don't like the movies, man. They're always like with like the cast of like 90210, like 30 years later. Yes, precisely. The ones that are still alive. Yeah, no, I don't I don't know. All right, you w- w- you go. You go first, though. Kansas, Kansas, Kansas. Now, I do know that a lot of people are saying, hey, Jay Wright owns, owns Bill Self. And Bill Self had to cam- come out uh, today and as well as Jay Wright or a couple days ago. And they said the 2018 Final Four matchup has no bearing on this year's meeting. They know there's history there. Yeah. They know there's history there. But the thing that really, really impresses me about Kansas is that they can score at will. Mm-hmm. They can score when and how they want. They got a presence down low. They get they also force turnovers and they have high level scores. So I'm looking like I'm looking at guys like Abaji as well. Mm-hmm. Not only can he shoot, but his bunnies are almost illegal. They run a lot of pro style sets with a lot of back screens, a lot of elevator screens as well for their guys who are three-point shooters, guys like Christian Braun, I've already said Baji, and so on and so forth. Remy Martin, who was a question mark throughout the season, he joins them finally, starts to get a little rhythm going, and now in the tournament, he's been phenomenal. We already talked to Alan Bell. He said, or was it you who said that Remy Martin's probably, if we're looking at like some value for a player of the tournament or most valuable player, Remy Martin gets an odd there. So Yeah, because Abaji's like 4-1. to one. Yeah. yeah. So if you're looking on that list for some value, Remy Martin's on there as well. So I think they just have so much offense that it's going to be hard for anyone to stop them, or if you don't stop them, to keep up with them on your side of the floor. So look at Villanova. We already know that Justin Moore is out. He was their second leading scorer. Mm-hmm. And not only do they go, I, I mean, we're going to say it a billion times between now and Saturday, they have a, an extremely short rotation. And they don't have a lot of offense this year, especially because a lot of it comes from Colin Gillespie. Yeah. And Gillespie is able, and we're not. this is not a Villanova preview, but looking how they can get past Villanova, they have more depth and more guys who can get you buckets than a Villanova team does. And they have enough scoring to make them a threat against any team that they face, whether it's Duke, or UNC, and I, I can almost guarantee the total of Kansas advances is going to be north of 150 in those games uh, in the NBA, uh, the uh, NCAA championship. But one thing that does concern me about Kansas, though, is their free throw shooting. Mm-hmm. You saw it against you saw it against Miami. Against Miami, they missed essentially all their free throws in the first half, and they were down, which just gave us an opportunity to get them at plus money on the money line in the second half for a full game, and and that was fun. But they cannot hit their free throws. Even when they came out in the second half, they were struggling from the free throw line. They're shooting 71% from the charity stripe so far, and that's just not good. And, Ryan, one of your rules for supporting a team in whether it's the NIT championship or tournament or whether it's the NCAA tournament is that your team 
has to make free throws. And right now, that's just not what Kansas is doing. And if you do get an ugly game with the Noble, who wants to muck it up and slow it down and stop you from getting in transition, and also they protect the ball and they force you to get to the free throw line, you got to take advantage of the charity stripe. And they just can't, even though they have as many talented scores yep. as they do. So that's my gripe with them. But I still think they are a, of course, they're a great candidate to win it all because their scoring is phenomenal. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you, man. We'll talk about the free throw shooting in Villanova and why I do trust them and why I love Jay Wright so much. But, I mean, Kansas, okay, like uh, devil's advocate because I am in love with Villanova. If Kansas wins this game, which they should, they're favored for a reason. Um, They're minus 200 or whatever it is for a reason. Villanova's plus 165 for whatever reason. But, like, because Kansas is deep, um, Bill Self, even though I like to rag on him, is a good coach. And they have a bunch of dudes that could get buckets. They went 14 and four in conference play in the Big 12. They got guys that could score like Abaji. I like Abaji because he gives you 20 points per game. So against Villanova, he's going to be the best player on the floor, mm-hmm. right? I love Colin Gillespie, but Abaji's a pro and he's from Milwaukee. And then if mm-hmm. they meet Duke or they meet Carolina, they're going to be going against pros. Duke has four guys that are going in the top 40. But again, ba- Abaji in the final couple minutes of those games could give him buckets and kind of counter, you know, what Benchero's doing or whatnot. So he averaged 20 a game. He was the Ken Palm MVP in nine of 30 conference games. I like him a lot. David McCormick was really good this year. Christian Braun can't stand the kid, even though he's made me a bunch of money here in the tournament, over one and a half assists once again, most likely. And McCormick I like because he gets on the glass, but he's a good offensive rebounder. So if they get those second-chance opportunities against Villanova, they'll kill them, and they're going to have the height advantage. And then if they could do the same against Duke, if they could do the same against Carolina, I do think that they could win it all, and this will be Bill Self's year. Um, Because, like you said, they could score. Now, against Villanova, they just have to play their brand of basketball, right? Because we know Colin Gillespie's literally going to walk the ball up the court, especially without Justin Moore, man. They're going to slow everything down even more. Limit some transitions. Yeah. Yeah. And if Kansas could run and get easy buckets, game over for Villanova. Like, we might be like, okay, when's the second half starting? Let's move on to the second game of the night here. Yeah. Um, But that's how they win it. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. And I think this this is a huge game and tournament for Bill Self. Because when you look itself, compared to the rest of the teams that are remaining, you see that um, I'm looking here. Uh, um, uh, Villanova has won it twice since uh, Kansas last won it. Nova, Duke, and UNC. I mean, they've all had success. You look at the uh, the Wildcats. They won it twice recently, 2016 and 18. Uh, the Blue Devils won it in 2010 and 2015. UNC, 2009 and 2007. That's that's. Since the time the Jayhawks won in 2008, the other three teams in the Final Four have all won each twice, or won each time twice. Excuse me, I'm stumbling over my words here. But yeah, they've they've won a lot. So I think that he he already knows that he stacks up program wise with a lot of these blue bloods. Yeah. But you gotta win, and that's what matters. And I mean, Self even came out and said we could stack up against anybody in any particular area. But when you talk about total number of national championships, we're behind. Obviously, some of the other blue bloods that we can compete with. So that goes well beyond not just his legacy as a head coach, but the program success as well. So I think that's going to be important, just like a coaching a coaching hurdle for him. We already talked about his matchup with Jay Wright. Yeah. Can he get over the hurdle and now stack up truly and, st- and not be called just like the little brother to the rest of these teams that are already featured in this Final Four weekend? And yeah, you, may, like, you make really good points. I mean about uh, Kansas there. Sorry, I was distracted. The Bucks took a one-point yeah, lead. Yeah, I saw that, too. That's, I, that's, that's what got me. I'm not going to lie. I, need, I, really need the net. In that, uh... I, I really need the Nets in this game. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the other thing with Villanova, like when we continue to break down these games and we talk about the depth, like Kansas doesn't really go that deep either. You know, Kansas isn't isn't really deep. 
Um, so I don't know that the depth's going to matter. It's just they're right now without Moore. I mean, Moore's the second leading scorer for Villanova, and they just have guys that could get buckets. Yeah. So they should win this game again if they just play their brand of basketball. But I like Jay Wright with a full week to prepare uh, for this team. And I like this Villanova team a lot, but I won't be shocked if Kansas ends up winning it all because I do think they stack up well against Kansas. I'm sorry, against uh, Duke and North Carolina. Now, it's not going to be easy for Villanova also. Villanova also because of the fact that they're playing a really good defense in Kansas. And I think that sometimes gets swept under the rug. They're allowing only 59.8 points per game defensively uh, through the tournament so far. Kansas, they had two games uh, when an opponent didn't score more than 56 points. Miami scored 50, and yeah. they started the way they did. And Texas Southern had 56, which only happened once during the regular season. So their defense has really stepped up here in the postseason. Uh, I mean, they let UTEP give them 52 points. But they got Lightfoot, who's uh, their super senior, the Jayhawks super senior. He's been doing a better job understanding how to, be on, how to defensively impact the game a lot. So now you look at a Villanova squad that's averaging 66 points per game offensively in the tournament, and they're going to be scoring even less, we think, with Justin Moore out of the lineup, I mean, watch them just shoot like seventy percent from three, though. They might, and they, they and that's the thing that scares me about Nova. And also on top of that, they're shooting eighty three percent from the free throw. Let me line. ask you this: Have you heard anybody besides me that's taken Nova in this game and taken Nova on the money line? Anybody? I have not heard one person say I like Villanova in this game. Maybe I'm, maybe I missed something. I don't think so. I think you're the only one who's on Nova, brother. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Everybody, actually, in here, uh, you guys could post this. Everybody, rush out. Bet on Kansas in this game. Get Mattress Mac out there. Give me a five. Give me a five and give me. I, I texted Ostrowski today and I said, do you think if I want to bet Villanova that I could get a better price? It's plus 165 right now. Mm-hmm. If I wait until like an hour before an hour before tip off. Like, do you think we'll get a five? I don't. I think it's going to sit there at four and a half. I don't think we'll get a I five. I think both games are just going to sit at four and a half. I do too. And I think that's what the books are strategically doing I do too. And that makes me hate spot. both games, which yeah. I shouldn't say because I'm going to bet on both, but. I hate the number in both games. Yeah. I would bet the hell out of Carolina if it was six. We were never going to get a six. They just beat Duke the last time these two teams met. And I would love Villanova even more if I could get even a five. But um, I like the money line. I think Villanova is going to win this game. But I think I'm the only person picking that. And that's because Kansas is, I've said it all year, like Kansas is a good team, not a great team. They're kind of proving me wrong here in the tournament. I mean, they look really good right now. Kansas is hooping right now. That cannot be denied. And what you can do right now at BetMGM is you can bet the champion. Kansas right now is the second best odds, only behind Duke, plus 180. Um, I remember back when Gonzaga first got knocked out, Duke was, I mean, uh, Kansas was sitting there, plus 350. They were the favorites to win it all. Uh, UNC plus 475 and Nova 5-1. to one. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus 